live from their respective apartments, it's Quick Step Reactions. Here are the hosts and judges, Kitty Clem Nava, Chris Stockham Goodman, and Megan Shepard Hoff. Megan, welcome back to Quick Step Reactions, a Just Meaningful Plastic production. It appears tonight that you are our head judge because Chris did the order in a weird way again. But no, Derek comes after Len. I know, but I feel like previously you've always ended with yourself. And just, well, we've just, I just we've feel like experimented. we need to stop fighting it. No, that I am the head judge. Megan, you... take your shirt off just like Derek did tonight because he was jealous that everyone else had theirs off, so he had to make a spectacle of himself. Megan, I legitimately thought since you were making the motion, I thought you were about to do it. I was like, <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> She's You're tired. in for a treat tonight. <laughs> She's delirious. She'll do anything we tell her to. Make him My pay me $100. Looks a little bit different. A little bit different than Derek's. Just slightly. Like just a tiny bit less toned. Picture Derek's apps. Picture Derek's like pegs, mm-hmm. but just with a baby bump. Like you can with still visibly see the apps. <laughs> baby bump. <laughs> that's that's what Megan's working with. So similar. Yeah. But Chris Derrick really did, like, I don't remember I, after. I'm yeah. not, I'm not shocked. He went from a, like a, I don't even know if it was a turtleneck, but like a slight turtleneck with like a blazer to next thing we know the shirt's off. I just can't help but think, and maybe this is just me being blinded by hatred, but like, I'm convinced, even though I have absolutely nothing to base it on, like, absolutely nothing but he like made a joke that he was going to when they were doing their actual feedback and then said like no just kidding and doesn't but then they go to the skybox and like it like pans back later because gabby's like yelling and stuff and it is off and i'm i am convinced tyra made him do it and that's my <laughs> truth like i just am i don't think you understand Derek huff <laughs> yeah it's like i feel like that was 100 all Derek, and i you know- Oh, I could imagine Tyra said, Derek, do it, and Derek saying, oh, I was going to. See, if I picture... Absolutely, could have happened that way. If I picture Tyra forcing the shirt off, I feel like it's Bruno. I feel like Derek turns to Bruno and Derek goes, should I? And Bruno's like, get it off right now. Bruno's like, darling. Darling. (laughs) Yeah, it was funny because then he just puts his jacket back on. Like he had like a like literally turtleneck sweater underneath before, and he, sweater never comes back. It's just no. a jacket. Which I mean, was fine. Not mad about it. I'm not mad about it. The huffery, the huffery, the what? huffery of it all, Chris. Bruno like had a shirt, but it was literally unbuttoned to his pants. Like he kept the shirt on, but it was fully open so it's like you know what they were all doing it <laughs> it's a thing what so did len threaten to take his shirt off finally yeah and the crowd went no, no i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> he did take his shirt off he actually started it Chris, this is why you this. should watch <laughs> he 
never had a shirt to take off because it was always off. <laughs> Strangely enough, so, he started the night that way. So what, what you're saying is he was just in a dance center outfit? Yep. He was ready to go. He had the feather. He was good. <laughs> Megan, I'm so sorry you'll never get to experience dance center. It's all right, you know? Some people just live in the light, you know? <laughs> so, um, Megan, it was 90s night. How did yeah. you, how do you feel about the 90s generally? I feel generally good about the 90s. How How do you feel about the 90s generally? I feel generally good. I mean, it... it it saw my entrance into the world, yeah. so I like him for that. You know, there's no 90s, there's no me, so I mean... Same. I do feel, you know, a strong connection to them. I don't know that I would say I feel a strong connection to the 90s just because we were so young. Yes. For the 90s, though, like, yes... There is a connection because it is when we were born, but also, like, I turned five at the end of the 90s. Mm-hmm. So it's like, do I have a lot of actual memories? No. I mean, that's the thing is, like, do I actually feel a strong connection to them? No, but, like, because they birthed me, then yes. But, Chris, we have not asked you generally how do you feel about the 90s i feel generally good about the 90s as well (laughs) good good Um, Good. no i i i agree because like the 90s i was seven by the end so i don't think of them as like i don't have a strong emotional attachment to certain 90s things yeah i don't care so much about certain throwbacks um yeah, even, like, the music, because they did have four live performances for the relay dances, like, even just the music throughout the night. Like, there are some songs where I'm like, oh, yeah, totally, like, I have, you know, mm-hmm. I enjoy this song, but, like, I don't feel super swept up in, like, 90s culture and, you know, I I don't get it. Yeah. I mean, I was, Ooh, like, babies. kindergarten, first grade by the end. That's not listening to a lot of, like... It's a 90s R&B hip-hop. Yeah. As a white suburban kid. You didn't have boys to men on repeat as a seven-year-old? I I had Disney music on repeat. Mm -hmm. Retweet. (laughs) Before we get into the dances, this is going to be a weird question, but it makes sense in my brain. What is your favorite thing about or from the 90s? It could be a cultural artifact. It could be a movement. It could be a thing other than your birth. I, was about to say, I don't think I've made this clear enough myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. My favorite thing from the 90s. Can I say Megan or is that just, <laughs> is that cheating? Great. So, so... So you or Megan are your favorite things in the 90s. Got it. Megan, what's your favorite 90s thing? That's a tough one. That's a tough one, but I'll go Katie. (laughs) (laughs) 
so prepared for you to just be like Lion King. Like just just have an answer. Have a genuine honest to God. No. Thanks, babe. Chris, what's your favorite thing from the nineties? Me and Megan. <laughs> Uh, what if I use this time to shout out my sisters, uh, who were both born in the 90s? Yeah, that's fine. They can be our favorite things. Just kidding. I'm going to choose the Disney Renaissance. Uh, yep. Yep. Because the 90s, we saw, what, Lion King, Little Mermaid, Pocahontas. Uh, Little Mermaid is 89. Oh, I'm so sorry. So sorry. But you, you do get Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, Pocahontas, Hunchback. Mulan. Like, you get all of the Renaissance other than Little Mermaid. What kind of Pixar do you get? Like, Toy Story, I'm assuming? Yeah. Uh, Toy Story, Bugs Life, and oh. Toy Story 2. I do love a Bugs Life. I do, too. Yeah. Sit. Guys, sing here. I like it, too. Uh, Should you didn't all... say it first, so... Should we all switch our answers to specifically a Bugs Life? <laughs> Close number two, that's for sure. <laughs> I mean, and Abby. Is your older sister born in the 90s? Yeah, 1990. Oh, nice. I mean, Tim is technically born in 1990 as well, but... <laughs> Tim will never listen to this, so... I mean, I... I have three sisters who were all born in the 90s, and you can see that they were not yet mentioned. Will they listen to this? Very unlikely. Uh, yeah, Katie and I have talked a lot about what family members of ours listen to this podcast. Megan, do your family members listen to your podcast? I don't think a single one of them has. Do they respect that you're a podcast host? Do they respect the responsibilities that come with this? If I'm being like really honest, I don't know if most of them even remember that I do it. I, I was like going to ask if they it. knew you were on one. <laughs> like, it's mentioned, and they should know, but every time, are they like, for what? I'm like, how, <laughs> how many times are we going to do this? I'm sick of doing this song and dance. This is my second year on the show. Mm. I would like some respect. Seriously, guys. I but... mean, she's the co-head judge of a podcast. Yeah. It does not get a higher ranking than that. I just, I just, all I'm asking is for a little respect. So you both agree Megan is at, is only co-head judge at best. No, but I'll take it if that's all you want to give me today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's close enough for today. I, play, I played the fifth. This season-long <laughs> story arc is just so compelling. Anyway. Well, stay tuned. Two more weeks. Maybe I can do it. Are we sure it's two more weeks? Yeah, they said so semifinals. Oh, okay. But I was surprised. I was like, wait, no. That's too many people. Unless it's another double elimination next week. It has to be. I mean, surely, because it's the semi that's the semifinals and we have six people. We gotta trim some fat. Yeah, we we should have gotten rid of people long ago. Mm -hmm. Agree. Or extend the season a week. There's no time, Katie. 
no time no time at all oh time we have that strict tv schedule we have to stick with because we're on abc oh wait we switched to disney plus there's literally no time constraints here and again another two-hour episode you know i thought they'd get shorter i told myself we have literally lost half of our contestants surely tonight's the night 8.45 rolls around and we're done. Nope. 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 Instead, I felt like, once again, we were rushing at the end. So, you know, our listeners might think they're at half the contestants. Surely this episode will come in under an hour. Here we are with half the contestants still our normal runtime, So maybe we're no better than the beast well, that we you judge. Know what? You know what? Maybe with that, Katie, we dive right in. Maybe we get <laughs> right to it with our first contestant, Trevor Donovan and his partner, Emma, performing a salsa to Barbie Girl by Aqua. How'd you feel? I know that you're a longtime Trevor fan. Mm-hmm. How do you feel for you tonight? I didn't love it. <laughs> I thought the dance was like fine. I mean, they really, really went with the Barbie theme. So they were mm-hmm. acting as though they were dolls, which like, yeah, you know, was fine. And I respect the commitment. And I do think that they did that big, that bit well. But then when they got into the salsa, I was like, well, he's just I don't know if he was trying to, like, over-exaggerate now how not stiff he was, but he was, like, too bouncy and lungy and it needed more hips, and it just wasn't very, like, exciting to me. Yeah, you're not, like, wrong. Like, I thought it was generally fun. It was, you know, upbeat. It's a great song that I really enjoy. I'm like, it was, like, a fun opener. Mm Mm-hmm. Was it great? Like, no, he wasn't phenomenal. I think he did pretty well. I wasn't, like, in love with this song and style combo. No. Like, I love this song, but I just wasn't loving it as a salsa. I, I don't know exactly what style it should have been, but I just feel like perhaps something else could have paired a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just, like, it was fine. It was a fine opener. I, I didn't have strong opinions on it. I, it didn't leave me feeling much. Okay. I can take that. So, What style of dance would you do to Barbie Girl? If no I don't decide, but I was like, I just, now I know it doesn't feel like a salsa. Could it be a cha-cha? That's, that's where my brain would go if you're not going to do a salsa. Or maybe even just a samba. Like, we had a lot of sambas tonight. I feel like the bounciness of the samba would have paired a little bit well, at least with the song we were hearing. But again, I'm just, I'm not positive. It's just not a salsa. I mean, to be yeah, quite I just, frank. I didn't love the salsa. To be quite frank, maybe we just don't do that song, you know? I mean, it's a great song. It is a great song. But like, but maybe whenever you hear more. Barbie Girl, are you really like dancing to it? I don't know. Doing the salsa, apparently. Katie, it's it's 90s night. You have to. Yeah. You have to do Barbie yeah. Girl. 
nonetheless, they walk away. <laughs> the 34 out of 40. Eight, nine, eight, nine. And then we have... <laughs> I feel like I'm doing Katie's job right now. <laughs> you are, and I'm kind of loving it. I'm like, keep going, girl. You're crushing it. Let's okay. switch it up tonight. I love it. Then we had Shangela and Gleb doing a samba to spice up your life by Spice Girls. How'd you feel about this samba? This samba, I definitely enjoyed. I absolutely loved her outfit with the fringe. I loved yeah. that it was not, like, a full-blown, like, fringe suit, but it was, like, a bodysuit with, like, fringe kind of, like, patterned on it almost. And yeah, I it was asked, almost like stripes. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. Loved that. I thought that was, like, so inventive and stuff, so I was just immediately, like, captivated by it. Um, she also did, when she did one of the, I mean, I guess I don't know exactly how many seasons she's done of RuPaul, but when the 2018 All-Star season, she competed, I guess, and mm -hmm. one of the Spice Girls was a judge, mm -hmm. so it was, like, fun to see her with this connection to them, so I feel like... I don't know, I just maybe got, like, caught up in the moment of everything, but I was just really liking it. I thought it was exciting, and it was good, and great movements. It was, like, light on her feet. It was fast. It was fun. It was a party. It was a total party dance, and they gave me a samba roll. You did. Loved and it. And was it a good samba roll? Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Yeah, I thought she did good. It was definitely fun. She had great energy. There were a couple moments where I thought her legs weren't necessarily perfect. Mm -hmm. But overall, I just really enjoyed it. I think she did very well. And it was great to watch. It didn't, because, like, last week we talked about how she had the total buy-in with the character. And it didn't mm -hmm. necessarily feel like Shangela. And, like, this one it did feel a little bit you know like a step down from that which i mean yeah. with the samba i don't know if there's really a character that you can create or anything but yeah. like just some of her facial expressions and stuff it kind of felt maybe like not as confident as last week so i was i think because she had such an incredible week last week that i was like oh well this feels like a slight step back yeah. but it was still really good yeah i agree I agree. Yeah, it was good. Mm -hmm. Carrie Ann loved it. She yes, hit it. With a 10. Boys all give it nines and they get a 37 out of 40. My two thoughts are number one, I actually watched her Halloween dance because it was recommended to me on YouTube. Uh -huh. uh, yeah, she looked unrecognizable. Yes. Never, and it like doesn't feel like a Shangela number. Mm -hmm. And I really enjoyed that. Uh huh. Um, Second, she was on three seasons of Drag Race. She was eliminated first on season two, came wow. back in season three, and then uh, was robbed in All Stars 3 by a terrible twist that <gasps> did not benefit her because she should have won the season. <gasps> Boo. Justice for Shanji. I know. Shanji was robbed. Sad. So after that, 
we moved right along to Wayne Brady and his partner Whitney doing another salsa to Motown Philly by Boys to Men. Did you like this salsa more than Trevor's? I really did. I was really into the salsa. I think it was just... It, it felt like everything came together. It felt like he had, like, a, a newfound energy out there, almost. Like, just his posture looked incredible. His feet looked great. Like, everything about it just oozed easiness. And, like, it just was so much fun, too, on top of it. Like, it was fun. It was fast. Like, everything that they doing just felt perfectly matched. Like, I... I really thought that this was a wonderful dance from him. I agree. He looked really good. And he just, he was having a really good time this week. You know, like they were mm-hmm. having fun in the dance. It was like I had the salsa and it was like very much salsa content, but then it still had that like 90s, like almost hip hop yes. like, to at times. Like it was just, I feel like Whitney really blended kind of the two and it worked really well. So yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was really fun, and he looked great. Loved the costuming. I loved him in overalls, like, just everything about it. And, like, that's, I almost didn't know if, like, the overalls were were helping, but, like, I don't often pick up on posture, but something Mm -hmm. about the way he was standing, I was just like, his posture looks perfect out there. So I think he just really put the work into perfecting all of those small things that maybe have been missing in the past weeks and i think it paid off for him yeah and perhaps he really loves the 90s you know he was really into the theme he seemed to be having a great time yeah time of his life and he walks away with a perfect score so win-win you know Everybody's happy. Everybody's happy. After that, we moved along to Daniel Durant and his partner, Britt, doing a jazz to enjoy the silence by Depeche Mode. Not not De- positive Depeche on that. Depeche Mode. Depeche Mode? We talked That's about how fun. we're not that great at 90s, Chris. I did not know this song either. I knew I didn't necessarily know when I wrote them down because I do I like look up the list so I can write the style and the song down so I don't miss it. And some of them I didn't necessarily recognize by writing them down, but then when I heard them I recognized most. Mm -hmm. But I did not recognize this one, so that that's my bad. Whoops. Whoops. So, Katie, how did you feel about this jazz? It literally brought our sweet, sweet Derek to tears. Yeah. Very emotional. He really, well, my mom, like, texted me. She's like, I'm crying at Derek. <laughs> um, I felt very emotional during like his package he was kind of talking about his birth mom and just everything about that was so sweet and then 
I feel like the stance was just almost hard to, like, critique and take in. So, I mean, I am not familiar with the song either. I'm assuming mm-hmm. the song does not have moments of silence in it. I'm assuming that that's something that they did, you know, artistically for mm-hmm. this one. But so, like, we hear a portion of the song while they're dancing. And then Chris, like, it literally, the, all of the music cuts out. Like, it goes to completely silent like the crowd is silent everything um and then the music start like comes back in and like they didn't miss a beat they were right there so like that was just so cool and like it was it's like Luis looked at me and was like why did you mute it and I was like I didn't mute it like that's just how it's happening right now and so it was a really cool way to just show how difficult what he does is and So then I felt like I was just more caught up in just thinking about that than I was, like, taking in the dance itself. So I didn't have a lot of notes on the dance, but I just thought everything about what they did was so cool, was so emotional, was just so powerful. So I got really wrapped up in that. Yeah. I agree. It was just, like, hard because, like, it was such, like, a powerful story they're telling. And, like, Mm -hmm. they did... I mean, not a large stretch, but, like, at least a couple eight counts for sure with the silence. And so it was really cool to watch. And it's crazy because you just think, like, he's literally doing that every week. He's just out there hearing nothing, doing these dances. And, I mean, I genuinely don't understand. No. So it was definitely very cool. Did you feel like, I feel like there was some wonky camera work during it too, though, because they kind of started to, like, angle up a little bit more, so it wasn't like you were fully seeing everything. I don't know, it felt like there was maybe, like, they had thought that they had cut to a different camera or something like that during the silent part, which I was kind of like, well, that sort of yeah detracted from it a little bit, too. Yeah, I don't remember that specifically, but... I just feel like every week there's like at least oh, a yeah. time where the camera messes up and I feel they like go to the wrong one and I'm like, uh-huh. no, I can't see them. <laughs> I don't like remember this one specifically, but mm-hmm. the cameras, you know, it's live TV, never perfect. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was pretty good. It's like the dance itself is just hard to critique because I'm like, I don't know if the dance itself, like I wouldn't call it perfect by any means, but mm-hmm. like. Just the, like, story they were telling and everything definitely overshadowed it, so. Yeah. Because, like, I did start to make a note where I was like, oh, I think he needs to extend some of his movements. And then I, my literal next note is, oh, my God, the music just faded out. It's completely quiet. This is so cool. Yeah. It was cool. They end up getting a nearly perfect score. 39 out of 40. Len gives it a 9 and everyone else gives it a 10 and I did I don't know I just feel like it was not scored based on the dancing by any means I I feel like it was scored because they were like wow that was cool and like he's deaf and like we just experienced that so I'm going to give it a 10 because they like made us feel something I wrote down, this is going to score a 40, and it's not worth, it does not deserve a 40. And yeah. so when Len threw up the 9, I was like, oh, honestly, Len, thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I kind of was glad, too. But I don't know. 
it was cool. It really was. Mm-hmm. So then we had Heidi D'Amelio and Artem perform a contemporary to Ironic by Alanis Morissette. Morissette? Morissette. Oh my god. <laughs> Morissette. I don't know. Megan, this is one of my man. Jagged Little Pill is one of the greatest I knew this albums song. ever recorded. <laughs> yeah, I know I knew ironic. Yeah, I did know it. <laughs> I'm just bad with artists. <laughs> she dated Ryan Reynolds back in the day. Mm-hmm. Oh, good for her. Yeah. Good. She also <laughs> uh she also dated Dave Coulier. <laughs> Oh, good for her. Good for her. One of her songs might be about Dave Coulier. <laughs> Which one? Uh, you ought to know. Hmm. <sighs> People. No, I know the song. Oh, know I'm like, kind of like thinking sure about it song. in my head. And then I, you know, he ought to know if it's about him. <laughs> he ought to know, am I right? So, do you know how you feel about the contemporary? I. <laughs> Megan, A, plus, you're so much better at segues than Katie. <laughs> yeah, she is correct. Horrible at them. No, I liked the simplicity of this dance, and I liked that there was like no set, and it was just kind of really focusing on the two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that. Heidi did feel a bit more connected to it and I thought that she wasn't necessarily like thinking about the dance and I think that she did it well and like I generally enjoyed it but it didn't wow me and it didn't like stick with me you know yeah Yeah, I think that she started out the way she like always does it was very much like at the beginning she had her classic kind of dead in the face mm-hmm. like no personality but then throughout she absolutely like gained some and by the end I was like okay well that was improvement like yeah with the personality and like showing more of yourself but definitely not at the beginning I just I just didn't love it um Len says that the dance just like didn't suit her and I just fully agreed with that like I just didn't feel like it worked it's like her she was doing the moves correct I suppose but like it did not work for me it just felt awkward and I was like it's not it's not for me I didn't love it yeah I feel like the judge like and maybe it's just because I am not super, like, connected to contemporaries and, like, mm-hmm. the dance style doesn't necessarily hold, like, a super high place in my heart. Like, there's basically one contemporary that I, like, love and it's from many seasons ago. So it's, like, I thought it was fine. Like, it wasn't anything to write home about, but, like, I thought it was fine. And then I felt like the judges were just, like, ripping into it. And I was, like, well, I, would, I don't know if I'd go that far. <laughs> like, I don't know. So I don't know where I landed on it all. Yeah. See, I definitely feel like I was agreeing more with the judges, but it's probably because I have seen more contemporaries also like coming from So You Think You Dance, where it's a pretty popular style, obviously. So I feel like I do judge them a bit harshly. And I have so many contemporaries that I love, Katie. I can just send you 
so many gorgeous so you think you can dance contemporaries perfect <laughs> make you feel raise the bar you know mm-hmm. get you where i need you to be yep make me an expert yep but it was like fine it was fine she ended up with 35 out of 40 mm-hmm. len gave it an eight and everyone else gave it a nine Megan, have we established, have you finished watching the D'Amelio show? I did. I did. Was this season like a week or two ago? Yeah. Um, it wasn't not worth my time. I don't even know. It's like just a fine show. It's kind of boring and like Mm -hmm. nothing really happens. Mm Mm-hmm. But I still love Charlie, and it was fun to see her. She's very funny. Yeah, she's funny. But the show itself is just, like, fine. It's really nothing special. Is it essentially a Kardashian clone? It's a wannabe Kardashian. They don't do what the Kardashians do, because the Kardashians, at the beginning especially, like, were willing to make fun of themselves and like didn't take themselves like too seriously and i feel like they like and not that they take themselves too seriously but it's just like they're not as maybe open to showing everything whereas like Mm -hmm. when the kardashians came on nothing was off limits for god's sakes we saw chris jenner give her son a vicodin or a viagra like come on Nothing was off limits, Chris. I made it 29 years of my life without hearing about Chris Jenner. <laughs> Give it. Okay. You're welcome. Thanks. You're doing amazing, sweetie. <laughs> That's fine. So, anyway. Things got off track, surprisingly. <laughs> but then we had Gabby Windy, and we did see the return of her partner, Val. He beat COVID. He is back. They performed a samba to Live in La Vida Loca by Ricky Martin. Katie, I know we're both torn on Gabby because she performs so well but we don't know if we like her as a person mm-hmm. <laughs> how are you feeling after after this package and dance after this package I still was on the fence after the second package I definitely liked her a lot more <laughs> but for this one the package was like fine I mean she was like very excited to see Val and that was sweet um, this dance is incredible and is maybe the second best samba I have ever seen performed on the show. And I, like, had a moment where I genuinely went, like, does this top the Stacey Keebler samba? 
but I really don't think it does. I really, really don't. But this dance was just freaking incredible. Like, everything about it was just, like, they never stopped moving. It was so fast. Like, it, she, she had fun. She was light. She looked correct. It was a marathon and a sprint. Like, they never stopped moving. But I do think there was, like, a couple of times where maybe her energy faltered a little bit and maybe you could kind of tell that like she was being pushed maybe a a hair too hard I don't know there were just a couple of times where I thought she kind of went out of it for a second or two but then she'd go right back into it so um but I it was incredible it was an incredible samba it's like everything you're looking for in a samba yeah, it was really good. You could tell that he gave her, like, very difficult routine, and I thought she did, like, just great. Mm-hmm. Crushed it. Really was. Like, they like, genuinely did not stop moving through the whole thing. Got to the end, I was like, my God, that was a lot. And I really liked it. She had great legs. Mm-hmm. So fast. They just kind of went out there and crushed it. And I was like, all right. They're all doing right, it. Gala's back and they're crushing it. All right, Gabby. Judges did agree with us. Saw 40 out of 40. And this is when Derek took the shirt off. This is this is when the shirt came off. Yep. Listen, Val's shirt was off. Derek's had to come off too. It was only fair. Wait, so it wasn't even like during the relay where there were multiple men dancing. It was just Val had his shirt off. So Derek said, sure. Well, I think Artem had had his shirt off previously. He did. So like there were two shirtless men back to back. Naturally, Derek also had to be shirtless. And that's not even the stars. That's the. Pr- I hate him. <laughs> they were all just talking about how sexy it was. Tyra mentions the shirt, and that was too much. It was it. He was like, you know what? You're right. My shirt should come off. Derek thought, wow, not enough people talking about me. Maybe. But again, in my world, it was Tyra. <laughs> it's like, you people can run your mouth all you want. I know Tyra walked over there and said, give me the shirt. I know it. I know it in my bones. You know? Yeah. Again, do I have any any proof at all? <laughs> no. And I other, than, other than feeling it in I your bones. In my bones. And that's enough for me. Anyway, <laughs> after that, we went right on over to Gwit. Oh my gosh, I almost started with his last name. To Vinny Guadagnino. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> they perform a tango to What is Love by Hathaway. You know what? You just 
You just tell us what you thought of the tango. I thought, like, it was interesting choreography, and I really thought Len was going to hate it, because they would go, like, in between tango and, like, I don't even know what the move would be, like, just kind of a dance club feel to it almost like I don't know they just had moments where it was like okay we're in hold and now we're kind of like throwing our hands up throwing our hands down mm-hmm. and then we're back in hold and so like I thought the choreography was definitely very different and it was it was suited for him yeah I'm like he did okay like I do think it started off maybe not super great and I think it did get better as the dance progressed and I think he felt more confident as the dance progressed but it's just like same song and dance like every time I see the rehearsal package and I start to go oh maybe like maybe this will change it a little bit like maybe he'll do a little bit better and then we get out there and I see Coco counting and I like am watching him just not look great and it's like okay so we're but then in the same breath, it's like, well, isn't he what the show is, like, kind of all about? Like, it's about people that, you know, come from all different backgrounds and are, like, learning these dances. And I just think he truly doesn't, like, I don't think he has any dance background. I don't think he really is, has, like, coaching or anything. Like, he's not a performer, so he's not always going out there and performing. So it's like, he is just at a different skills level than everyone else, but I'm sick of enduring it, you know? (laughs) Yeah, it's like, in one sense, maybe he's, like, partially what the show is about, because he doesn't have the experience, but at the same time, he's, like, barely improving week to week. Yeah. I feel like the show is about the improvement yes and the journey and we're not seeing a journey in my opinion yeah um this tango I don't know it's like it could be worse absolutely <laughs> it's like he had he was doing the steps he remembered the dance this week and that has not always been true it's just his mood like his feet are always just like so flat and so heavy in every single dance that has never changed there has been no improvement there so i just get to the end and feel annoyed because we're not seeing anywhere near enough improvement and he's just compared to everyone else on such a lower level. It is. It is. My mom told me it. last week that she had read, I don't know if she like read it or if it was like an interview she saw or what, but like she basically said she had heard that like truly when he gets there and when he does the live show, like his anxiety just does take over and that like it sounds like everyone is like, no, he does like really well in rehearsal. He does really well in like, um, dress rehearsal like camera blocking all of these things but it's just like something about the live show like he just can't like do and I'm like okay like that probably is true and like I absolutely have like empathy and sympathy for that but I also just feel like well he can't it can't be a night and day difference like there's no way he is that much better and that the show just takes everything like there's just no way Especially, like, this is week eight. 
you're telling me like none of like none of it has improved yeah has it gotten any more comfortable i'm just not buying it i'm not buying it nope i'm not either i'm tired of it but he gets a 29 out of 40 8 7 7 7 I appreciated that it felt like the men were like, we are not giving him any wiggle room this week. We are going to give him as low of score as we can. We are not going to inflate even an inch because this man's got to go. Yeah, I appreciated it. Finally. 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 And then our last contestant of our first round of the night was our queen, Charlie D'Amelio, and Mark doing a tango to song two by Blur. How was the tango? Hit me with it. It was absolutely incredible she made me laugh in her package just like out the game when mark is like it's 90s night and she's like oh those are some of the best times of my life i was born in the 2000s <laughs> just i love everything about her she's so wonderful this tango i thought was just so good i was obsessed with her outfit she had pantsuit legs in this like green silky material and i was just like oh my god she looks absolutely stunning out there every part of it was incredible like she kind of at the beginning I don't know, like, exactly where it is in the ballroom, but, like, it's, I don't know, kind of, like, a reflective area type thing, Mm -hmm. and, like, as they're walking out from that, she kind of, like, smirked at the camera, and then it was, like, boom, into the tango, and I was just, like, oh, my God, this woman can do no wrong. Their connection was great, just incredible legwork. All of the turns, the intensity, the attack, the connection between them, just absolutely everything about it was beautiful music to my ears. I can't get enough. I cannot get enough. I just simply could not agree more. She is perfect. Mm -hmm. It was incredible. She had, like, an anger to her, almost. Like, it just, it had a different... She had this gorgeous intensity. Yeah. It was perfect. It was so good. It just, every time I am like, oh, well, she can't possibly improve. She can't possibly give me anything better than she does. And I'm like, how? And... How? Again, just everything Mark is throwing at her. She is continuously stepping up to the plate hitting it out of the park just home runs chris i don't think i told megan this but chris did watch the argentine last week i sent it to him my god how did you feel about it it was perfect you are fired (laughs) (laughs) um you because i know i was texting you about it that was at a certain time of night right yeah 
Yeah, I don't remember any of it. I remember the I remember the I remember like the crab walk thing. Yeah. And like I remember it being really cool, but again, it was it was a certain time of night. I just was happy because he texted me, like, in all caps, two texts, and the first one was, okay, and then the second one was, wow. And I was like, okay, well, that feels like that's Chris's seal of approval. Mm-hmm. I'll take it. I'll take it. You loved oh, it. yes. She's, she she's my girl. I've famously always been, I always knew Charlie was going to be the best. Famously. I've famously always been on board. Right. It just keeps proving you're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I had to argue with y'all for so long, and it feels so good to be vindicated. Finally. Katie, can you even remember going into this season? We didn't even know Charlie, and we were like, oh, a TikTok star. Oh, boo. Bad vibes. Look how far we've come. Look at how psychotic we are. You're welcome for always sounding the Charlie drum. (laughs) Thanks for leading us to the promised land, Chris. Mm -hmm. Made us feel more comfortable to jump on board. Yeah. I will say, I like that you you said, Chris watched the Argentine, and I had to think for a second. I was like, no, I watched the Shangela dance. I don't think I watched Charlie at all. (laughs) And then I remembered, there's receipts. There's receipts. Yeah, you want to try and lie. Oh, I don't even know what I would have done. I would have been like, are you kidding me? What are I mean, did you see the panic on my face? Well, I just, I didn't know if it was panic. I just thought you were, like, gearing up to be, like, so maybe I was, like, coming across a certain way via text, but I didn't actually like it. And I was like, I swear to God. It was panic as, like... I'm pretty sure I remember that she texted me it, and I don't think I watched it. <laughs> Which I, I figured was going to get me in trouble. But I didn't see the text, so I just thought that you were panicking because you were about to have to come and tell me and Katie that you didn't think she was very good and we were going to roast you. Rip you a new one. Why would I ever say that Charlie, my queen, wasn't good? Hey, man. I don't know. The face. I got nervous. Famously. Number one fan. We all love Charlie. Charlie is everything. I don't understand why we're still going on. We can end it right here. Charlie is the winner. Done. I did kind of have a thought like, okay, because last season, like obviously JoJo Siwa was like really good. Season before that, obviously like Neve was so good. Yes. But they always had someone who's, like, right there with them. But also Charlie has some people who are right there with them. Because I was like, Charlie doesn't have that. But that's because I'm blind and I'm like, well, no, nobody touches Charlie. So, like, do we need to prepare our... So, like, does it actually feel plausible that she might not win? Because right now it does not to me. It's hard because I feel like realistically there's absolutely a chance that she doesn't win. Do you think? You really do? I just feel like even now it's just her, Gabby and Wayne are like two neck and neck. 
And like, I don't know what the people are voting. So it's mostly just going like they've all been safe, obviously. Yeah. But then I'm just looking at the judges' scores. And I just, it would be wrong on every level for anyone to beat her. Yeah. And I will be. I don't even have the words. I don't know if I recover. I, would be. I don't know if I recover. I don't know if I record the podcast. Like, to think of having to get I on can't. here and talk. Of, okay, let's just move on. It's I just, can't we don't even. need to go down this rabbit hole anymore. I'm getting mad. It was hard enough last season because I know, like, I liked him on, and, but you liked him more than me. Yes. My girl JoJo losing was already hard enough. I very much think JoJo was robbed in my very core yeah (laughs) and to think that charlie might be robbed now somehow even hurts more no it hurts it hurts so much more so much more so then we did some relay relay dances yeah charlie got a 40 in case we didn't say that oh of course she did because she's perfection yeah is another kid Yeah, then we had some relay dances. Um, the first relay dance was Shangela and Gleb versus Daniel and Britt performing a cha-cha to Ice Ice Baby performed live by Vanilla Ice. Mm-hmm. Should I give my notes? <laughs> sure. I mean, we'll just, like, really briefly touch. Yeah. I, between Shangela and Daniel, I thought Daniel got off a couple times, a couple missteps, but he had very good energy. And Shangela, there were a couple times where she wasn't hitting everything hard enough, but I think she was definitely overall stronger, and she was my winner. Agree. I give it to Shangela. They were judged by Len, and he also picked Shangela, so she was awarded five extra points. Wow. Woohoo! And then we had Vinny and Coco versus Trevor and Emma doing a samba to My Lovin' You're Never Gonna Get It, performed live by En Vogue. For this one... Trevor, like, fully messed up at one part, mm-hmm. but Vinny does not know how to work his feet correctly, <laughs> so it's Trevor for me. See, I maybe gave it to Vinny on this one. I think Vinny sold me on it a little bit more than Trevor did, and, like, I guess I wasn't paying that close of attention to, like, the footwork aspect of it, so, like... I wasn't, I'm fine to give it to Vinny. I just, apparently I really dislike Trevor. Teach their own, I guess. Yeah. I'm, I can't say I'm like right, but I just, I think I did give it to <laughs> Vinny. Well, Carrie Ann judges and she gives her five points to Trevor. Mm-hmm. And did then... Did explain how they chose which judge judged each it was just like each judge got a relay and they were the only judge that like talked and the only judge that awarded points. So they didn't really talk through like who, like why each judge picked whatever. 
Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how they picked which judge was doing which relay, but... And were they... Did they say, were they trying to match up people of similar skills? Or was it luck of the draw for the matchups? Didn't say. They didn't say the the. There was just like a little package and the judge came on the laptop and told them like who they were going against and what they were doing. There wasn't a lot of why. I do feel like looking at the matchups, they tried to kind of do I think so similar levels though so because the hard thing with Trevor is it's like okay yeah last week Trevor was like tied for first which is I mean wrong on so many levels but like Trevor is inconsistent and I would put him at the same level as Vinny and then like Shangela and historically yeah yeah, like Trevor is lowest with Vinny Shangela and Daniel, like, they seem very similar, like, and then you obviously can't do Wayne versus Gabby versus, um, Charlie, so then you're just kind of left with, like, okay, I guess we'll put Heidi and Wayne, and we'll put, like, the two girls with each other. Yeah, because I doubt they would want to put Heidi and Charlie against each other, too. Yeah, no. Oh, but they should have. I kind of wanted them to. They couldn't. They couldn't, obviously. But it would have been kind of fun. But they didn't. They did Heidi and Artem versus Wayne and Whitney. Um, doing a samba to shoop by performed live again by Salt and Peppa. I on this one, I think Wayne had a stronger performance, but I honestly and surprisingly to everyone, thought Heidi had a stronger, like, dance. No. But she didn't have the same performance quality that Wayne had. hmm So this one I was really torn on, because I was like, well, do you do with, like, the performance? Or, like... Yeah, or the Or, like, technique and the dance. So I was very torn. I was... I went into it being like, I whoever they pick is fine because I don't know which way I would go mm-hmm. but if I had to pick I think I would pick Heidi I appreciate it because you're a judge with integrity and so like that's what I like to hear is because I want you to I want you to judge based upon the dance I don't want you to judge based off of performance so mm-hmm. I appreciate that I respect you I give it to Wayne <laughs> and that feels so good it, like, almost hurts to give it to Heidi. Like, every part of me wants to give it mm-hmm. to Wayne, but something in me. I don't know. Weird night. Bruno is the judge of this relay, though, and he gives his five points to Wayne. And then our last relay was Charlie and Mark versus Gabby and Val doing a salsa to Ain't Gonna Hurt Nobody. Also performed live by Kid and Play. And this one, I mean, feels like not that surprisingly, was the very hardest to judge. They yeah. both looked perfect. 
But they also that. have it's both right. never done a salsa before. Okay, I didn't like, think so, ex- but I like, no, they literally said in the package, like Derek goes, "You guys are doing a salsa." Like every other contestants, it's like you guys did it this week, you guys did it this week, and Derek's like a dance neither of you have done before. Okay. So why the fudge are they doing it as a relay dance? Like, why are we doing this then? Yeah, I wasn't paying close enough attention to the package, so I missed that. And when they were dancing, I was like, I am like pretty certain neither of these. I I wasn't positive about Gabby at least, but I was like, I do not remember Charlie doing a salsa. Mm-mm. Nope. So that's you're correct. I'm trying to throw him for a curveball. I don't know. Obviously, if I had to pick, it's always Charlie. Yeah, no, duh. Yeah. Obviously. I absolutely give it to Charlie. My mom said she gives it to Gabby, and I was like, well, you're dead to me, so. Tony, it's been nice knowing you, but this is the end for us. Yeah. Do you want me to text Anna and tell her that she can't sit next to your husband anymore at the reception? Yeah. My husband needs a new date. That's it. That's it. Nonetheless, Derek was the judge of this relay. And he also picked Charlie, which we love to see. We do. So then, I don't know if we've even mentioned, but it was a double elimination. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. So we had a double elimination. We first got our bottom three. Mm-hmm. It was Trevor and Emma, Vinny and Coco, Heidi and Artem. Our bottom three. And then they just automatically eliminate the person who had, like, lowest score and vote combination across board. Like, lowest lowest of the low is automatically eliminated. Judges have nothing to say. That couple was Heidi and Artem. I think we all saw that coming. Yeah. I mean, it is kind of surprising, though, because Vinny had to literally make up, I can't do math now, six points on her. How about the people love Vinny? This is the first time he's literally ever Ever. been in the bottom. Yeah. Even though he has performed at the bottom of the leaderboard every single week for the last eight weeks. Yeah. So, not shocking. I mean, compared to the bottom three, at least, I figured Heidi was going to be the lowest of Yeah, yeah. So we say goodbye to Heidi and Artem right away, and then we turn to the judges, and everyone unanimously chose to save Trevor and Emma. (gasps) Shocked. I know. Can you imagine? Because, like, Trevor and Emma have had a package where they're like, if we're in the bottom three again, I don't think we get saved. If we're in the bottom three again, they can't save us three times. Like, we'd have to go home. So it's like, do you think anyone thought they were going to save Vinny? Because I didn't. I was like, they're saving Trevor for sure. Trevor performs and has improved leaps and bounds compared to Vinny there was no way like the reason Vinny is still here 
is not because the judges wanted him to be. Yeah. <laughs> it's because he was getting so many votes, apparently. So I was super relieved. I mean, basically when he was in the bottom three in general, I was like, phenomenal. He's yeah, fine. Yeah, thank God. Yep. Otherwise, he just would have kept on going, man. Our long Lunch. national nightmare has come to a close. And you know what? Vinny, if you're listening... We love you! We genuinely enjoyed watching you. You had a phenomenal personality. <laughs> you Vinny, if you've made it this, this far in our <laughs> podcast, we just want you to know we do like you. We really do. But I'm sorry, you cannot dance. <laughs> And that's okay. That's all right. Not all of us can. Okay. We all have different strengths. Listen, I can't go out and drink a fraction of the alcohol you can at that age. <laughs> okay? We all have different strengths. We all have different strengths. And you know what? You fist bump like nobody else, okay? Yep. So you all right, Vinny. just keep pumping. <laughs> So that's the end. That's what happened. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we need to eulogize him any further. <laughs> I, I think you have. And we've also eulogized Heidi. Um, was this the true bottom three? Yeah. Yeah. Was it the true automatic elimination? No. Should have been Benny. I mean, agree. Like, I wish it would have been Vinny, but the people love him. Is it shocking? No. Did I no. see it coming? Yes. But, like, is it... Is it right? Right. No. No. Mm-hmm. no. If if it hadn't been Heidi, let's say it had been Vinny, who do you think the judges would have saved? Trevor or Heidi? God, I don't know. Have they say it has... Was this Heidi's second time in the bottom or third also? It would have been third. It would have been three versus three. Three versus three, right? They scored (sighs) Heidi a point above Trevor tonight, but, like, Trevor had, like, that high-scoring dance that I don't know. I don't know what they would have done. I think they maybe would have saved. I think it would have been divided, for sure. I think it would have come down to Len, and I think Len would have saved Trevor, maybe. I agree. I think it would have been divided, and I think Len would have picked Trevor. Because mm-hmm. Len specifically said to Heidi tonight, I don't know, I don't. I can't direct quote or not, but he was like, it just did not suit you. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yes, Len. So I think he would have sent her right on home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who would you like to see get the golden boot in the semifinals of season 31? Only one person, assuming it's a single double elimination. Or a single double elimination. Let's, let's start with one, and in a perfect world, you'll get to eliminate a second. Trevor. I know that's shocking. Just like really torn between Trevor and Daniel. Mm-hmm. But, you want Trevor to stay over Daniel? I don't know. 
I think he's better sometimes. Not all the time. I will pick Trevor. Thank you. Well, that you are my friend still. <laughs> <laughs> no, I picked Trevor. I picked Trevor. And so clearly, Megan, if it's a double elimination, you'd also like to see Daniel go. Absolutely. Katie, who are you getting rid of? Daniel. Okay. Because listen to this final four. Lane. Gabby. Charlie. Shangela. That's a beautiful lineup. That sounds right. That sounds really right. It'll be really fun to compare to your early season pick em. <laughs> Yeah, not great. Not great. <laughs> and finally, who, let's see if we can break the streak. Who is getting your Jaunty Seven of the week? <laughs> they're both they're both looking at each other they're giving each other eyes well i'm go ahead <laughs> i'm gonna give it to wayne oh because i know megan's gonna give it to charlie yeah it's charlie yeah because like it is charlie and i just feel like i should give wayne a shout out because i do think this was like a, a dance he needed and I do think he did it well and stuff so it's like I'll give him a shout out but like it is Charlie I mean what's interesting though is like you're going Wayne so that he gets a shout out but like if I had to pick a second place Charlie's event it would have been Gabby wow yeah, yeah but that's, it's that's what I thought was gonna happen if you were doing an alternate so yeah. my alternate is Charlie or is not is Gabby. My alternate is Gabby. I think I just like Wayne a bit more than I like Gabby and I want to give him a shout out more than I want to give Gabby a shout out because then I go and I look at my Samba notes and I'm like, oh yeah, no, it probably should be Gabby. But I stand by it. I don't know. I'm going to stand by it. I'm going to stick to my guns for once in my life. You say you you like Wayne a little bit more than (laughs) Gabby, a woman who earlier you said, I just don't like her as a person. (laughs) I said that technically. Okay, well, Katie didn't disagree. I didn't hear disagreement. (laughs) I just go back and forth because then in the package with like, with the relay, she was very like funny. Like I genuinely laughed out loud at what she was because she was just, like, terrified of yeah, of Charlie and, like, literally just yeah. screams at one point. And it's like, yeah, girl, you should feel yeah. terrified. Like, this is so relatable. <laughs> so so what you're saying is you like her because she respects Charlie. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. The fear of Charlie moved her up in her books. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, no, she gets yeah. it. Oh, yeah. I like I her know. a little bit more now. Katie, we did also learn this week about Gabby's broken engagement. Yeah. I did that soften you in any way? Did what? 
Did that make you feel like soften you to her anymore? Make you feel like sympathize with her at all? No, God, no. I was just dying to know if they talk about it on the show or not. Like, I did on the entire package. I was like, bring up the engagement. Yeah, I kept because she was like, yeah. oh yeah, this is so hard. Like the show is so hard. I'm like, yeah, because it's you're not with your whatever boyfriend, fiance, fiance anymore. Broke bring up. it up. Bring it talk up. About it. Talk about the fiance. You should start crying to Val right now and talk <laughs> about your fiance. And she just kept not. Don't Nothing. you talk about the fiance. Don't talk about the husband. Megan, you can quote that now. Yeah. I don't think that's a good thing. Um, okay, well. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> uh, be- before we call to action, we should acknowledge, Katie, uh, the next season of Dancing with the Stars that we're going to watch on JMP proper uh season nine features aaron carter uh did they acknowledge on the show they did first okay. thing they did um because obviously past contestant uh and he passed away this past week uh his brother also competed on the show so there it is mm-hmm. dancing with the stars history everyone yeah what timing that you guys are about to watch his season yeah, I didn't even know that. And then they, like, Tyra specifically was, like, the season nine contestant. And I was like, that's next. Wow. Whenever we get back to that. <laughs> Three weeks. Two weeks Two weeks left of the live well, show. Well, Katie and, Katie and I will talk about it. All right. <laughs> Guys, I'm pretty sure this is a really long episode. It is. I don't even care. I'm having a lot of fun. Megan and I are, so, like, so tired from this past weekend. And I'm like, oh, my God, I should go to bed right now. But I just want to keep talking. But instead, don't go to bed, listeners. Follow us on our social media pages. On Twitter instagram and facebook we've told you the handles you know them they're in the bio just do it also if you love what you're hearing give us a review give us five stars tell your friends about us you know do the do all the things i'm looking to see if we have any new reviews uh just for funsies and uh it's been a while uh since we've had a new review so also also uh megan katie and i not that we've left reviews and not that you can tell that really clearly uh but you've never left a review so what's wrong do you not like this podcast do you hate us i'm not a big fan of this podcast Ouch. Um, do we have a theme for the semifinals next week? <laughs> we be tuning in. No. <laughs> you don't want to watch Shanji? If Shanji makes the final, would you watch her freestyle? Oh, absolutely. Live on the show? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Oh. Um, bye. 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 Sound more enthused. <laughs> bye.